0: Log Talk Radio
1: Hallelujah, 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 praise the Lord. Each and every one, we just bless God for all of you who are joining us this evening for this, the fourth night, hallelujah, God, of our third annual. Holy Ghost-filled end-of-the-year revival. This year, our theme is Stretching Your Faith. Hallelujah, God. We just counted an honor and a blessing to be here this evening, bringing forth the word of God. Hallelujah, God. We have before us, bringing the preached word this evening, someone who is very dear to my heart, I have called her my spiritual mother since the day that I met her, and you've all heard me speak of her often. When you hear me tell the story about when I first started in ministry and the woman spoke into my life and said, you know, the Lord told me to tell you that he was going to use you to take the word to the nations, and I would all tell you how I sort of giggled and I said, yeah, well, he must go figure out how to bring the nations to me. 'Cause he know I don't fly. That's the person we have here tonight. Shepherdess Diane <laughs> Haskell. The woman who not just spoke words of encouragement and life into me, the woman who has I have seen just stop in the midst of everything she was doing and go into spiritual warfare on behalf of others, but what I love is that she is a woman who is highly anointed, and she doesn't just talk it, she actually walks it, and she was the first person that actually taught me how to truly live by faith. Hallelujah, God. So I bless God that we have her here with us this evening as we continue, as I said, with the fourth night of our third annual Holy Ghost-filled end of the year revival, Stretching Your Faith. So I'm going to read for you this evening our same scripture, which is Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6 after which we have another angel of the Lord who is going to minister to, to us through song, Sister Adrian Island. And right after that song, the next voice you will hear will be that of Shepherdess Diane Haskell. Amen, amen, and bless God, amen. Mm. So, again, I'm reading Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, and I'm reading from the King James Version, and it simply reads, trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. And we know that the word of the Lord is already blessed. Sister Adrian.
0: There are some things I may not know There are some says I can't go home But I am sure of this one thing That my God is real for oh, I can feel him in my soul. Some folks may doubt. Some folks may scorn. All can desert and leave me alone. But as for me, I'll take God. For God is real And I can see him in my heart Yes, God is real He's real in my soul For yes, God is real For he has blood. And made me whole. His love for me. It's like your soul. Yes, God is real. What I can feel him in my soul. I cannot tell just how you felt. When God took your hand away, but since that day, ever since that hour, God has been real, and I can feel His holy power. Yeah. Is real. Not so cool. Yes, God is real. For oh, He has won and made me whole. His love for me It's like His own. Yes, my God is real. For oh, I.
2: Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, everybody. I'm so excited to be um, coming before you tonight. Yes, God is real, and He is very real. In our souls tonight Praise God I want to uh, definitely bring you greetings um, By way of Augusta, Georgia right now Where I am Um, And um, originally from Pennsylvania And I definitely reside there But tonight I'm excited Because the Holy Ghost travels Amen And so tonight I'm super excited I've been waiting all day for this moment I am so honored uh, to share with this. Um, she calls me a mother in the spirit. And I'm so honored to have that title. And And she wears many hats for me. Um, one is a true sister in Christ, a true warrior in the kingdom. And I'm so proud of Pastor Toy and the work that God has set to her hands that we knew this day, it will come to pass. And so we praise God for this uh, ministry. We praise God for the nations that are continue to be touched, and the lives that are going to continue to be touched because she allowed herself to be stretched, and she allowed her faith uh, to be stretched. She allowed her her mind space to be stretched, and she welcomed God into a place, and He has been using her ever since. And so I'm excited about that. And Tonight, I um, don't plan to hold you long, but we're going to let the Lord do what he's going to do. And I'm so excited about this word. This happens to be one of my mother's favorite scriptures. It's Proverbs 3, uh, 5 and 6. And so uh, I am going to jump right in tonight and get in this word because I've been eating on this and I'm excited to share with you. So the word of the Lord says this, Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. What an explicit instruction from the Father to trust. And, and And it reminds me of a song back in the day where we would say, trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. And here, this song definitely supports, is supported by this scripture because he's saying in this word, he says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. And so, you know, a lot of times in this lifetime, everyone is looking for a guide. Um, we're looking for something or someone to guide us. And so we understand that um, we don't need anything except for the Lord's guidance, his word, and those that he has placed as leaders. And so tonight, as we look to the Lord to eat and to dissect and to get in this word, I'm praying that your spirit will be open as we have read the scripture that's going to lead us on tonight um, through the Holy Spirit. Amen. So let's look to God. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, God, I pray right now that you will, you would show up in such a way that would horrify satan 's kingdom that you would show up in such a way that would jolt us where we need to be jolted that you would ignite our spirits that you would strengthen us as we have are taking on this word to in stretching our faith, Father, and as we are preparing for the new year by culminating the end of the year with revival and reviving our souls, so Father, we thank you for this moment. That we give to you to dwell among us, Lord God, and to be with us. So, Father, right now, I would pray that you would hide me behind your cross. Let your people focus on you and the word that you are giving. And so, Father, that you might be glorified and you might be edified with this word in the name of Jesus. And we will not ever steal your, steal your praise and your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. So when I was looking at this word, I was thinking about how... Um This is a year that many people have gone through trials and tribulations, and um, we definitely have gone through some seasons, whether um publicly or privately, whether openly in our communities, whether in our families whether um in in the society which we live which um, through politics or whatever, this has been a time of stretching. Um, stretching in, in ways that some of us may not have ever imagined. And I just want you to think for a moment about that time, because it's important that you reflect as you get ready to catapult forward, which is my anticipation that the Holy Spirit will do tonight on this call. So tonight we're going to talk about the stretching of your faith, but in three areas, we're going to talk about the opportunity of the stretch, the opportunity of the stretch. See, and and, in this scripture, it made me think about how we don't trust God. It made me think about how there are areas that we've been put in situations where we may have made declarations to the Lord, and we may have made declarations about our lives. We may have made declarations about our future or our posture or our stance, and at the moment that we opened our mouths, the enemy was already ready with a design and a plan to destroy, to to come up against you to make you feel like you were crazy, to make you feel like you were displaced and you were out of order. But then there was also a design of God. And so what I think about is Job, how it was designed by God that he would go through some things. Because when we look at the text, it says, um, offers up Job to the enemy. He actually offers up Job to Satan and says, have you considered my servant Job? And so I would beg that you would think tonight, about all of the times that you went through something this year, and understand that when you are a King's kid, that some things have been designed by God to stretch you and to enlarge your space. So, if we look at the word stretch and we look at what that means, um, Webster defines it as a belief, um, it, it, it defines it. As Webster defines stretching to extend i 'm sorry to stretch out to reach out to extend in length to cause the limbs of a person to be pulled, but if you go down in the description um, in Webster, it says here to enlarge and expand as if by physical force, and that 's the part that got me to enlarge and expand to cause to reach or continue from one point to another ah. That spoke to me because when God stretches us, he's taking us from one point to another. He never stretches us to let us remain still. He never stretches us where we're not going in a way that we should be going. He's stretching us to continue to enlarge our capacity to be able to receive everything that he has for us. You cannot embark on the blessings of God. You cannot get to the blessings of the Lord without being stretched. Amen, somebody. Right now, in this season, whatever it is, everybody on this on this airway is not living a perfect life. Some people are struggling, and you've been wondering, why am I struggling, Lord? Lord, I go to church every Sunday, or maybe not, but I still worship you. And, Lord, I pay my tithes, maybe not, but I still sacrifice. I still give up my time and my talent. And so, Father, I don't understand. Why is it? And I want you to look at yourself and say to yourself, if you're near and near, look at that as we are able to worship in the comfort of our home and say, you know what, God, I understand that it was by your design. When you belong to the Father, you need to understand that nothing happens to you that is outside of his jurisdiction. Everything that seems above your head is just beneath his feet. And so you need to understand that this has all been designed for you to go through. I'll tell you something. This has been a year when I've been stretched beyond measure. I felt. And then I understood something clicked inside of me. And when I got quiet, I understood that he was stretching me to enlarge me in order to enlarge my territory, in order order to enlarge my mindset. Because with a restricted mindset, you have restricted blessings. Oh, my God. I'm going to say that again. With a restricted mindset, you have restricted blessings. And so when you don't seek an opportunity because – Understand now that there is always an opportunity for stretching your faith. And so when we come into a place where our faith is being stretched, we know that this is an opportunity. It's an opportunity for us to make sure that we are measuring up and that we're pulling everything together within ourselves. Our emotions aren't running away with us because we understand that if I'm being stretched, then it's been designed by God for me to be stretched because there is something that he wants to enlarge in my life. There's something that he wants to qualify me for. There's something that he wants to give to me. There's something that he wants to impart to me. There's a classroom that he's putting me in because I need to be stretched so I can understand how to minister to the next person and how I can give a testimony to the next person because guess what? Somebody's depending on you making it through your stretching time. Now watch this. In every stretching time, there's a moment when you feel like you're about to give up because you just can't take anymore. And see, that's the physical part of it, trying to manifest itself itself in your life. But you can't allow that to happen. What you do is when you feel the pressure getting greater, that's the time when you bear down more. And you say, you know what, God, I'm going to trust you anyhow because I know that it's working out something even greater. Then we understand that not only is it an opportunity, but the stretching of our faith is also advancement. When you're being stretched, you're not being stretched for no reason. You're being advanced. Something is being elevated in the spirit realm when you're being stretched. Believe it or not, there are times in this, and and, and as I just said a little bit ago, when, yes, we understand that it's by God's design. It's an opportunity. We know that it's an opportunity for God. He wants to see what you're made of. He wants to see, you know, all these things that you're asking me for. Then, hey, listen, are you qualified? Can you handle this? Are you going to fold? Are you going to bend? Are you going to walk away? And what are you going to do? Are you going to give in? Are you going to cave in? Or are you going to allow yourself to understand that your faith muscles are being Strengthen and you're just being stretched, but you're not losing anything. And see, here is where the advancement of mindset comes into play. The advancement of mindset comes into play because right away I understand that in the physical or even emotional, I might want to say and give away to my flesh, give way to my flesh and say, you know what, it looks like I'm losing again. Oh, I'm just being stretched. And even sometimes when you talk to people, oh, I'm just being stretched, where when we change our mindset, when we change our perspective about the stretching of faith, it's a joyful thing because you know that God is up to something so great in your life. It's a hard place to be and to to adopt that mentality, but it's one that we've got to get quickly because in this season, believers and even non-believers that want to come over to the Lord's side, you need to understand that you're going to be tested in some areas. And at an accelerated rate, because this is also meaning that God wants to accelerate the delivery of some things to you. And so when you know that you're being stretched, you want to have a joyful posture. You want to have a perspective that understands and is confident that the God who is stretching you is able, number one, to deliver you from anything that's coming up against you. Amen, somebody. And that he's able to, to, to do just what he said he was going to do. Again, the posturing and the purpose that's being um, um, fulfilled here is God looking at us and seeing that we are absolutely ready for what he has for us. He's making sure that his army is tight. And so in order for him to know that his army is tight, he's got to, we got to go through some things. We got to be tried. We got to be tested. We got to prove ourselves. But in the midst of that, it's never without the reward of the father, never. And so that's something that we can hold on to. If this is happening to me, then I know that it's working out a greater good. If God is putting me in this classroom right now, then I know it's working out a greater good. How many of you on this line have been, in a situation where you just simply didn't understand it. And you were like, God, I just came out of a out of a classroom of learning some things and Lord, I just came through some stuff and here it comes back again. I'm gonna beg you to throttle down on this. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, he says, For I know the plans that I have for you. And guess what? And this is why I like to add, and it's all good. It's all good. Because see, it is uh, a plan for you to be bombarded for you to be bamboozled by what you are physically going through by what you are going through even in the spirit realm but guess what when you understand that you're under under the jurisdiction of God when you understand that you're a king's kid when you understand that your life is under total control of the Father let me tell you something there is great greater 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 that is coming. You got to get that in your spirit. You got to believe it. You got to receive it, and it will change your perspective. You will understand I just got to go through this right now, but it's okay. Your spirit will change. Your tone will change. I'm just, I just got to pass this test right now, but it's all good because I'm anticipating the other side. And somebody on the phone might be saying, but I just came out of one and he put me into another. Well, guess what? There must be great, hey, in the name of the network we're on tonight, there must be great purpose that you're being pushed to if you're being taken through some things back to back. Remember, God never abandons purpose. Man can abandon purpose, but God never does. And so in the midst of being stretched, you can't abandon purpose. That purpose could also be being made, and you could be being driven to purpose as well. Understand also that we talk about opportunity, we talk about advancement, but one thing we want to do is remember, we want to reflect, we want to remember, start thinking, look at God's track record. Look at every situation this year that he has taken you through, but you're still standing. How do I know you're on the line tonight? How do I know? You haven't lost your mind. How do I know? Your heart is still beating. You still have breath in your body. It didn't take you out. He was stretching you. He was enlarging you. He was making you grow up. Sometimes for us, we go through stages as believers. We're like infants, and then we go to the toddler stage, and then we go to the older toddler stage, and then we go to the preschool stage, and then we go to the pre-K stage, and we go to kindergarten. We keep going through different levels. And it's like a cycle that repeats itself at every level. And so even though you say, well, Lord, I've been through this before, but see, when you enter another level, the cycle starts again. So sometimes you have got to be stretched for the cycle that God has you in in your life at this time. Thank you, Holy Ghost. That thing just ministered to me. I don't know about you, but see, one thing about me and Pastor Toy knows is that I'm not ashamed to share my story. And one thing I will tell you is that I was I was one of the good girls, and I was one of those girls that was like, Lord, you know, I'm not going to run the street. I'm not going to be out here. I'm not going to be running around. I'm not going to be doing this and that. Oh, all I wanted to do was sing praises to God, read his word, and I just wanted to, you know, go to church, do the right thing, and guess what? Stuff came knocking at my door because that was not all. To what he wanted me to do, that was not all to how he wanted me to live, that was not all to how he wanted me to be um, to to be able to touch other people. He wanted me to be able to touch others, he wanted me to be able to reach out to others he wanted me to be able to 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 minister to them in places and sometimes we can 't minister to people in places that we have not been through we 've got to be able to go to a space can't minister to a space in a space or we can't minister to anybody from a space that we have not been in amen now you can but let me just tell you something so i i I don't want to say you cannot totally but let me just tell you this it's always more powerful when you can tell somebody i've been through that i survived it and you can too Because God does use other people. He uses people in supernatural ways and gives them insight into life and to the lives of others. He stretches our faith on a continual basis. This is a daily stretching that he does. It's a daily stretching that he does, a daily stretching. And so we have to receive that in the name of Jesus One of the things when we reflect on, when we remember, it should reignite us. It should empower us. It should impact us. It should get us to a place where we understand that, you know what, God, you took me through that, and how did I grow? That's the part of the good, that's the good part of reflection. How did I grow? How was I enlarged from that experience? And so I want to tell you something that even as we look And the word of God. There are continual situations. Oh my goodness, just think about the season that we're in. Mary carrying Jesus. She was a poor young woman. She was a poor young woman, but she was a trusted vessel. The Lord trusted her. He was excited to choose her. All the characteristics of people in her day would have made her seem unusable by God for any major task. But God chose Mary for one of the most important acts of obedience that he's ever demanded of anyone. And guess what Mary says? I am the Lord's servant. May everything you said come true. When we are being stretched, it's important that we have the correct ever it is that God has presented to cause us to stretch our faith. The response that you have determines the reward. Now, watch this. A lot of times I would tell people your attitude determines your altitude, and I'm sure that many people on this line have heard that. Your attitude determines your altitude. Mary, of course, she has to be a little bit concerned, of course, because you know what? She's about to, her husband's about to leave her. People get ready to talk about her. Yeah, Joseph, you thought that you had yourself a virgin. You didn't have no virgin. How is this woman, you know, getting ready to have a baby? But even what she didn't understand, her declaration was still correct. When you're going through a stretching of your faith, you have to hold fast to the right response. Understand that your reaction, dictates everything ha lord have mercy i don't know about you but i've been in some stuff this year where i wanted to tell some people off and i felt a peter spirit coming up on me and in the nick of time one of those angels just put his hands over my said, up oh, don't you say that don't you do that don't you act that way and guess what people of god we are going to be challenged in that way but you have to remember That when you are being stretched, you must have the correct response. You must throttle down and understand that if God, you've declared that God has his hand on your life as a child, as his child, as a servant of the Lord, as a soldier in the kingdom, your response needs to be likened to Mary. What she didn't understand, she didn't dismiss Ah, hallelujah, somebody. What she didn't understand, she didn't dismiss instead. She declared who she was, and that was, I'm the Lord's servant. And that's how we have to look at it. When we're going through times in our lives, I'm the Lord's servant. I'm the Lord's servant. I dare you right now where you are, if you just lift your hands up and you tell God, whatever your will, Lord, I'm your servant. Give him a whatever praise, just right where you are right now. Because sometimes the answer to you understanding why you've been going through some things and why he's been stretching your faith is caught up in your response. Guess what? Your response can give you your release. Oh, hallelujah, somebody. Your response can give you, you can get satisfaction and have a visitation from the Lord dwelling among you just by having the right response. Again, I dare you to lift your hands up and say, God, whatever you say because guess what that's a total yielding because when we look at the scripture he says trust in the lord with all your heart trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding stretching your faith what is faith it's belief it's trust in a complete it's complete trust trust in the lord with all your heart heart when you are when you are being led into a period where the stretching of your faith is present you got to trust you have to trust like never before you have to have blind trust you know how like when you were children you would stand up and people would stand behind you close your eyes and fall back that kind of trust that kind of trust that kind of trust where you put blindfolds on that kind of trust Trust in the Lord with all your heart. There can't be a morsel in your heart that's not yielded to trusting. Oh, that's hard. Let me tell you something that's hard, y'all. That's hard. Because guess what? The moment that you decide to trust God is the moment that you open yourself up to possibly be tested because the devil hates you trusting him. Trusting him, meaning the Lord him. The devil hates it. But you have to bank on the one who is your real ride or die, the one who you riding with, who wins every time, the Lord Jesus Christ. Trust him with all of your heart. No negotiable territory. And you got to let the devil know you got to raise up and you got to look at him and tell him, this is a non-negotiable territory. I trust God with all my heart. And guess what? There are times when your flesh is going to rise up. That flesh is going to rise up. And that flesh is going to make you want to do stuff. It's going to make you want to make some decisions. It's going to make you want to see some things a way that it's not. And you have to rebuke it. You got to cast it down. You got to put it in the pits of hell where it came from. And you got to remember That the word of God says lean not to your own understanding, trying to go on your own. The word of God says there's a way that seems right to a man, but in the end, it leads to death, the outcome of going on your own. It just is not going to be right. It's not going to end well. And And he says, and he shall direct your path. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Acknowledge him in every single thing that you do before a word comes out of your mouth. Whatever you put on for the day, every interaction, the job that you're on. Ah, holy ghost, come on here. Some of us are afraid, and so we're being held hostage by things that we think are our source. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. This is our season to stretch our faith and trust God in a way like we never have before, going all in and allowing him us into a season of stretching our faith, knowing that it has a great outcome. Now watch this you 're thinking to yourself man i don 't know if I want to ask for my faith to be stretched if it 's going to come with so many classrooms and so many. everything is not. It's not down. It's not a, a, a terrible thing. There are ways in which he's saying, listen, stretch your faith. You want something, ask me for it. Uh, see, now that's the part where people are shouting now. You want a house, ask me for it. You want a car, ask me for it. That's another way we're stretching our faith. See, there's a stretching of faith, of your faith that happens. Right, And there's an opportunity to stretch your faith. And here's where we talk about the opportunity that leads to advancement, that sets you up to be a walking tool of evangelism, because guess what? You're a walking manifestation of what happens when people stretch their faith. Let me tell you a story about me as I come to a close tonight. I was in Augusta, Georgia three years ago living here. My father had a heart attack. His caregiver to my mother. And I stopped everything. I packed up my entire life. I was homeschooling my son at the time. He's now um, in college, and there's a story about that too. Because I want you tonight to leave this call knowing that you are invincible when you are stretching your faith. Watch this. Watch this. I moved from Augusta, Georgia, and I had no home to go to. When I left, I left everything. I had no home to call my own. I had gone through some things in my life that were stretching me in different ways, and therefore, it was only going to be by me understanding that my faith confession and my trust in the Lord with all my heart was the only thing that was going to get me through. And when I tell you this, I'm I'm sharing this with you because it really is the truth. This scripture lives for me, And, and Pastor Toy will tell you that I don't say anything I don't mean. It lives for me. I knew that me going on my own way, listen, even my intellect, I'm a pretty smart cookie, but I knew that I was in a situation that my intellect could not override the movement that I needed from the Holy Spirit. I needed a supernatural move, and that's when faith comes in. I dare you, if you're sitting next to somebody and touch them and say, this is where faith comes in. I moved back from Augusta because my parents were well enough for me to leave them. I had to come here because my father had a heart attack and he was caregiver to my mother. And I didn't want them to be by themselves. So packed up. Me and my son came here. I was homeschooling him, so it was all good. I I was able to work from home with what I was doing. I had my own business, so it was all good. It sustained us while we were here. But when I left, I was going back to nothing. While in Georgia, the car that I had died, I didn't want to put a transmission in it for as much as it cost. I had no car, no home. And within a matter of not even a week, I moved into a place with chopped up credit, y'all. Come on now. Come on. I'm a pastor, but I keep it real. Chopped up credit. I watched God fill every room every room. I know I'm ministering to somebody tonight on this airway, but I confessed it with my faith. When I walked into the place, now mind you, I saw, I didn't see pictures of the place. I saw the place in the spirit realm, but not identical to this. I saw a place. I saw a place with steps. He showed me steps. And I said, oh, well, do you know what, Lord? I don't know what you have for us, but someone had advertised a place. I took the place by unseen. I go in and it had steps. I thought I was going to an apartment and it was a townhouse. But I had already confessed with my faith when I left Pennsylvania to come to Augusta that the next place I would move into would be a townhouse. I didn't want to go to an apartment, but I was willing to accept an apartment. See, this is where you got to talk to yourself sometime, and you got to remember what you confessed to the Lord. And he reminded me. That this was my confession. See, even when we forget, God doesn't forget. Amen. So got this place, watched the Lord fill every room. All I had in that house was two beds, a table and fold-up chairs in the kitchen. God filled every room, furniture. Because of my faith. Somebody came in and sowed a seed into my life and said, you know what? I need the crazy faith that you have because I don't know what you're walking in, but this is crazy. The place is beautiful. And they couldn't believe that God would give me something like that. And it was $500 less than what I was paying before I had left the area. But I had confessed that with my faith. I stretched my faith. I put it out there to God. God came through that place, woman came, gave me a check and said, go get furniture, found brand new furniture, sofa and a chair. Went to pick that up. The man said, I'm going to deliver it to you for free. While he's delivering it, he notices what I do not have in my house. I come home from work and he said, I hope that I'm not overstepping, but I noticed that your son didn't have a bedroom set. Guess what y'all? The bedroom set out of his warehouse was on my patio. He said, I just wanted to give this to you. Oh, somebody should be shouting right where you are. I didn't have a car. First time in my life that I was really without a car for a while, walking it was I'm telling y'all, it was so hot. It was hot. 95, 97 degrees outside, I'm walking all over the place, didn't have a car. But I trusted God, I stretched my feet. Didn't think I could get anything because, again, I had chopped up credit. Remember now, Then repair. Applied, was approved, went to the dealership, went to pick up, was humbling myself. i going to go and go get a car that was almost 12 years old. They went around back to go pull the car around. The engine ended up about blowing up. So the owner picked another car for me. I didn't pick the car. The owner picked the car. He came around and said, I picked this car for you. And because I know some things about this, I said, oh, I'm not getting this car. This car is too much money. I walked away with a higher-end car, a luxury car that God chose for me, but for the same price. You're not hearing me. When you stretch your faith, God will meet you because he gets excited when you stretch your faith. He was excited that I stepped out and I trusted him. When people told me no, I said, God, could still say yes. I stretched my faith. And then guess what happened? The owner, the dealership, they got greedy. So after I got the car, they wanted more money in order for me to get the titles done. I bought the car out of state. In order for me to get the title taken care of, they wanted me to give them more money. But God wasn't going to let that happen. He wasn't going to let them rob me. And so guess what ended up happening, to y'all? Long story short, God gave me that car for free. So when you're in church and people say, praise God, because debts can be wiped out, I'm a witness. I have a letter from a lien holder that says, we're releasing this debt. I never made one payment on it. God is faithful, and he can do exactly what he says he can do. But guess what? When you stretch your faith, he will meet you when you are lined up in his word. Trust him with your heart. Don't try to go in your own way. This is not the season. As you get ready to enter into 2019, you need to say to the Lord, Father, allow me to see like you see. Allow me to hear like you hear. Allow me to hear what you want me to hear. Allow me to see what you want me to see. Allow me to say what I should say in every situation and every single thing you do, even when it hurts you, you need to acknowledge him so that he can direct every step and every step that you take in your life. As I get ready to come to a close here and I get ready to leave you tonight, I'm going to tell you that 2019 is going to be and can be your best year. It's going to be the greatest year in the life of believers because we're going to see some things. We're going to see some instant manifestations. We're going to see the Lord coming in ways and doing things in people's lives that we would never have expected. He's going to blow your mind. And that's just not lingo. I'm telling you, when you allow yourself, your mindset, and you say, God, you know what? I didn't trust you in this area, and I'm going to try trusting you. Watch him move because he gets excited. When you ignite your faith, you can pull him to your presence and things begin to happen. Amen, somebody. I'm excited about what God's going to do. And I'm more excited because Pastor Toy, this was of God. She, she heard the Lord with this so many times. We wait until the new year. We wait until New Year's Eve. But to this week, this revival. It's important because you don't want to go into the new year still begging God about things. You want to have an understanding. You want to be declaring as you go in. I am decreeing tonight that everybody under the sound of my voice, I want to decree this to you. You have the authority. Use it. Use the scripture as a guide for your life throughout the rest of your life, not just to give yourself a great year, not just to give yourself a happy ending to 2018, because some things we don't have to wait for. Before the clock strikes 2019, God still has time to deliver some things that he said, but maybe it's the area you got to go back to God and say, God, I didn't trust you in this area, and I repent, I trust you, Lord, and not just to get from him, but to give back to him his word, to give back your service. Oh, hallelujah. This could become an all-night tarry, and I don't want to hold um, anyone hostage on this phone, but I want to tell you this. We're entering into a time It's coming closer and closer to the believers. And why? Because people are getting it. You don't have to cover anybody around you. Stretch your faith and watch God show up for you. I walked off of a job without another job to go to. Yeah, I'm a preacher that works. I'm a pastor that works. And you know what? I had peace. Even though I wasn't sure what was going to happen, I had peace. And guess what? The Lord showed up because I trusted him. Ever you stand in need of, trust the Lord tonight. With all your heart. Not partial. Lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him. And let him direct your path. Father we bless you tonight. We glorify you tonight. We edify you tonight God. I thank you for everybody that's on this line tonight God. In the name of Jesus Lord. Lord allow Every person's heart to be pricked and ignited tonight in the name of Jesus, God. God, that they might feel compelled to pursue you like never before in the name of Jesus, God. Father, we thank you for what you're going to do. Lord, we bind the enemy. We blood block his design to dismantle, to destruct, to destroy, to distract in the name of Jesus. We thank you that we can get off this phone rejoicing, knowing that we have adjusted our mindset. We're adjusting our perspective on faith. We're allowing ourselves to be stretched. We're seeking opportunities to stretch our faith, knowing, Lord God, that you will meet us. You won't disappoint because you love us just that much. So, Father, we bless you on tonight. We glorify you tonight, God. Father, I speak over every person's life that's on this phone, Lord God, that you would show up for them in a mighty way before the end of 2019, that you would manifest yourself. I prophetically speak right now tonight in the name of Jesus that whatever is in your life that is out of order that you've been mindful of and you know, get it in order and watch God move. In the name of Jesus, align yourself. Agree with God quickly and watch him come through for you. In the name of Jesus, I declare and decree that not many days hence, there will be a shift in your lives where you will feel the presence and the love of God like never before. And it will make you want to run right back to this word and know that there is beauty in trusting God. Thank you, Father, for your word that has gone forth in the name of Jesus. God bless you all. Thank you for your time tonight. And I just want to thank Pastor Toy and continue blessings on this network and every person that is being used to allow this ministry to go across the world. We claim souls for your kingdom in the name of Jesus. We pray. Amen.
1: Hallelujah! 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 Thank you, Jesus. We just praise your name this evening, Father. Hallelujah! 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 God, I believe there's somebody out there that was listening to the word this evening, Father, you may be out there and may not know Jesus Christ and the part yes. of these things. This is an opportunity for you to take your first step in stretching your faith. Hallelujah, God. She spoke you, about Lord. knowing how God can move for you. Well, the first way that God is moving for you is by the salvation that he offered you.
2: Yeah.
1: Hallelujah, God. That's the first step. you got to be in line with him in order to receive that which he has. Now, understand, we all know that gifts and talents come without prayer or repentance. So I'm not saying that some of you are not gifted with some things. But what I'm saying is your gift means nothing if it is not flowing under the anointing and the guidance and the authorship of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, God. It's time for Thank us to Jesus. trust them to trust in the Lord. And the easiest way to trust in the Lord is just to accept the gift that He gave, which was Himself. God loved yes, us man. so much that He stepped out of eternity and placed himself into the womb of a virgin and allowed flesh to grow around him and he came forth into this world. He lived his life and then laid it down on the old rugged cross. People always argue about who killed Jesus. Jesus killed Jesus. He came for the cross. Because he loved you and me just that much. We all fall in under the whosoever clause. The word of God says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. We all fall under whosoever. For we were all sinners. We are all sinners. The difference is some of us had taken that first step in trusting in the Lord and we gave our lives to Christ. But whosoever means he doesn't care about your economic situation. He does not care about your cultural situation. He does not care about your generational situation. He does not care what sins you've committed. He said whosoever believes on him. Yes, God. Whosoever puts their trust in him, still not perish but can have everlasting life. And it's not hard to do. You can do it right now with me. The word of God says if you believe it in your heart and confess it out your mouth. So you simply have to just say these words after me. You just say, Father God, I come to you this evening trusting you on your word, believing in your word, and accepting the gift you gave which is your son, Jesus Christ. I ask him to come into my life. I ask him to forgive me of my sins. I ask him to make me new. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: Amen, amen, amen.
1: You don't have to wait until Sunday morning or Sabbath service. You don't have to wait till prayer service or Bible study. The word just says, confess it out your mouth. Call somebody up. If there's somebody sitting next to you, turn around and tell them, say, hey, I just accepted Jesus as my personal Savior. Call somebody. You can run outside and scream at the top of your lungs. I promise you, one of your neighbors is going to scream for you to be quiet. Just start screaming, I accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. But according to God's word, as soon as you make that confession out of your mouth, you are saved. Welcome to the kingdom of God. Now, we encourage you you to uh, find a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching sanctuary where you can grow in the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and heal from the trials and the tribulations of this world. But if you cannot... God. That's why he has Purpose Kingdom Network here for you. Join us yeah, tomorrow
2: do, yeah. evening
1: as we enter into the fifth night, the fifth yes. night of our third annual end of the year Holy Ghost filled revival, stretching your faith. We will be coming to yeah. you, our very own Reverend Aaron Williams at 9 p.m. right here Amen. on www.blogtalkradio.com. Backslash. Yeah, know that we love you with the love of Christ. We are praying for you. We are praying Amen. with you. separatists I love you so much. Thank you, thank you, you, thank too. you for your Amen. surrendering to the will of God. The ministry is back in your hands for you to close us out for the evening, however you and the Lord see fit. Amen.
2: Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, gosh, I'm excited, and I just want to, um, I'm going to tell you that um, I just believe God. For every person that's on this phone, all the things that Pastor Troy has said, um, you know, it's, it's, it's our time. Um, to, to partake in the stretching of our faith and allow yourself to be a platform for the miracle signs and wonders that God wants to display through you where your testimony will be supported by you trusting in the Lord with all your heart and leaning not into your own understanding. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless you for everything that was done today. We glorify your name, O God, for everything that, um, and we pray that you were pleased, Lord God. Father, we commit everybody on this line, on this, in this network that's listening, on this airway, God, in the name of Jesus, to you, that you will be with them, protect them, allow them to unite with you in such a way and have an encounter on this night. In the name of Jesus, like never before. And so, Father, we give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you, everyone.
0: Jesus blessed. He raised me, he I will, will, not, lose. Lose. Me, I will, will lose. not lose. He saved me, I, I will, will not lose. I will not lose. Never want to see me down, I will not, not lose. Not. He saved me.